You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to hempresent. Our radio resident hempo-sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hempresent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, the weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Defeating prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly Reefer Radio Rebellion Against Prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers, and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I'm the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, in its 25th year, founded hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Transmitting from a fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren at an undisclosed location deep within the rumbling bowels of underground Seattle, my goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Hemp Present is the Chief Executive Officer of Whitland Incorporated, Nick Mirror, who'll be joining me in about one minute. Since the passage of 2012's initiatives legalizing cannabis in Washington, Colorado, there's been a continued push to expand these systems of taxation and regulation, similar to the longstanding model of alcohol retail sales. In 2005, it was estimated that combined savings and tax revenues from a legal pot market could be as high as 10 to $14 billion. Since the passage of 2012's initiatives legalizing cannabis in Washington, Colorado, there's been a continued push to expand these systems of taxation and regulation similar to the long-standing model of retail alcohol sales. As early as 2005, it was estimated that combined savings and tax revenues from a legal pot market could be as high as 10 to $14 billion when 500 economists sent a letter to then-President George Bush asking him to legalize the herb. Now, almost 12 years later, American activists are steadily reforming prohibitionist policies state by state, policies that, by their own standards, have failed miserably. Assuming the intent was to curb the use of ganja by Americans, if anything, pot prohibition has been counterproductive. 
As we move to policies that decrease costly enforcement incarceration expenses, a new industry is being forged from the ashes of the old paradigm that offers to create jobs, generate tax revenues, and birth a host of ancillary products and services. It seems almost surreal that in some states, Americans are languishing in jails and prisons for selling pot, while simultaneously brick-and-mortar retail stores are operating in other states where adults can simply walk in, buy some herb, walk out as if they're buying cigarettes or beer. Technically, these stores are all illegal, as those states are committing federal conspiracy because it's a crime to regulate a substance that's federally controlled and illegal, which is why today, the smartest minds in the pot industry have no idea how the new presidential administration is going to approach cannabis policy. With a simple act of removing the coal memo, these pot stores could be cherry-picked by federal authorities and closed down in a hummingbird's heartbeat. But in the United States of America, the power of commerce is tantamount, so it remains anybody's guess what's going to happen. There are a lot of brilliant minds providing consultation and services to the new fledgling pot industry, assisting business owners at negotiating the uncharted territory inhabited by this new emerging megatrend, a trend that seems destined to go global if unfettered by traditional anti-reform interests. One of those great business minds has joined me today. Nicholas Muir formed Wilt Whitlin Incorporated in 2014 to provide administrative services to the legal cannabis industry with payroll management, human resource implementation, account solutions, recruiting and staffing, product representation, and construction and maintenance project management in the U.S. and Canada. Nick has more than 15 years of professional and technical experience in the energy, engineering, and scientific industries, including a substantial background in industrial technical sales, account development, marketing, human resources, and recruiting. And Nick is joining me today. Welcome, Nick, to Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Well, thank you very much, Vivian. I appreciate uh, you giving me your time today. No problem. What's the mission of Whitland Incorporated? And in your mind, what is unique about the approach you take compared to other companies providing similar services? The, you know, the very first mission uh, when I developed Whitland was to help the cannabis industry find sustainability. And, and probably what I mean by sustainability is the ability to f- have these functions uh, be done properly day in and day out to help keep, uh, what do we say, just the, the pressures, uh, you know, the regulatory pressures, you know, at, at bay for them. So we like to be able to make sure there was a lot of folks paying cash to their employees. There's a lot of folks that was 1099ing their employees, a lot of folks that didn't have proper bookkeeping, uh, um, you know, folks in place for them. And so I found a, a niche there that we could, I could uh, pull off my experience uh, out of the power industry and what we did there and, and the other you know, engineering industries to help them manage their payroll properly and, and make sure they were all W-2 employees that had good benefits or, or access to health care, access to a savings plan, and access to, to be able to personally bank um, as well. You know, being that uh, banking is one of the issues that we everyone still faces in in the industry. So that was the real mission of of Whitland was to really help be people focused uh, for the owner and for the employees uh, to help them kind of normalize their their uh, uh, workforce. Would it be accurate to say that the cannabis industry might have a a larger portion of people that might not have the previous business experiment, experience and acumen that traditional companies would have just because of the nature of going from black market to, to you know, white market? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I, I don't want to discount uh, 
any of their abilities and, and what they've done because they all these folks have figured out how to run businesses uh, one way or the other and 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 uh, produce a product and produce a profit and reinvest their 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 profit into their their companies. I think in this situation, what was very different was you are taking a traditional you know uh, or non traditional cash business and and having to now have it regulated. And once you do that, now you have to pay your taxes properly, and I think you have to have workers comp for your employees, and you have to um, be able to pay them properly and, and pay them you know with the you know into their bank accounts and things along that line. So what it really was when we developed Whitland, and we created a model that was a long uh, uh, you know basically a a, a long-term contractual staffing agreement for for the industry where we help them manage that aspect of their work of their day so they don't have to do it and they can focus on their customer and their employees and their and what they're trying to uh, you know basically you know get moved into the market on a daily basis was Whitland Inc. an established mainstream company offering all the services you offer when cannabis began becoming legitimized as an industry, or was it created specifically to serve the new pot industry? Interesting, yes. Well, they what Whit, I bought Whitland off of a, a person I worked with out of the power industry. Uh, it was at a, a former organization. It was primarily doing work still in the power industry, and still, and I still do today. Uh, what, but what I saw basically through um, the evolution of Colorado moving, you know, moving the industry forward and regulating it uh, properly was an opportunity to be a part of something. Um, you know, sustainable again, you know, it's really, that was the basic piece of it. I, you know, being a part of an industry where, you know, you cannot, you know, participate in cannabis, uh, because you are regularly tested, um, for, for when you're out on job sites. Um, uh, this was a, a plan to help really build, um, what we do from established business practices and have it, you know, just moved into this industry to help it find its, uh, you know, it, it, it's, its base, you know, and what we need to, to get done. So that was the real, the real mission of what we were trying to get done with that. Nick, since marijuana is technically illegal under federal law, businesses that produce or retail it can't take common corporate tax deductions, such as the cost of equipment and advertising. Are there any ways that businesses can, can manage the 280E section of IRS code that denies businesses the ability to deduct expenses and the cash nature of not being able to bank that many businesses are dealing with? You know, I do believe there's there's ways to work within the, the 280E framework, and and we do find it very complicated. One of the things we at Whitland we do um, through a series of uh, it's a guidance, both professional uh, or completely professional guidance, is help customers manage that process um, through small small things that we do by when we manage our payroll for them and so we bring our, our basically our advice to the table during those times to help them you know separate out you know things that are production expenses and and if they they can fall under 280e and things that are that are not production related expenses to and it's a little bit of peeling an onion back and a layer of it back but it all adds up to to really help the owner maximize the savings that they, they can get right now. I'm talking to Nick Muir from Whitland, Inc. We are going to take our first quick pause for the cause because there's flaws and laws. Hear word from our sponsors, advertisers, coming right back. Time to roll out for the people that let us hem present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. <sighs> Cash? Sorry. 
I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver. Register now at www.seedtosaleshow.com or 888-409-4418. The NCIA Seed to Sale Show, the largest cannabis business event to be held in Denver, will host over 2,000 cannabis professionals and focus on innovations and technology in cultivation, infused products and extraction, and sales strategies. The show will recognize the best in the industry with the Cannovation and Canatech Awards. Register before January 6th for $100 savings at seedtosaleshow.com. Use the code RADIO15 for an additional 15% off. Plan your experience now for the NCIA Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st. SeedToSaleShow.com or 888-409-4418. Seeking a career in cannabis? Ready to become the next great tender? Increase your knowledge, skills, and higher ability with a Tricomb certification today. Tricomb Institute is the only cannabis education company in the world with courses that include textbooks, workbooks, and expert-approved and government-certified curriculum. Tricomb now offers these courses online. Take the courses at your own pace with 24-7 live human support from anywhere in the world. These courses are perfect for physicians, pharmacists, MMJ parents or patients, adult-use customers, and most of all, aspiring butt-tenders. The course includes full access to the cannabis industry's largest job board and even includes resume building help. Register for online courses with the cannabis industry's educational leader in science, education, and training. Visit TricombInstitute.com today. We don't limit how much you smoke, and we don't limit where you listen. Cannabis Radio is now on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We're back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio with Nick Muirer. Nick, President-elect Donald J. Trump has nominated Alabama Senator Jeff Sessions, a, an admitted drug war zealot, to Attorney General. How much fear of uncertainty do you detect from your clients? Has this dimmed the excitement about the new markets that have opened up since the election? You know, I... I think there's always uncertainty, and, and I think we've lived through a lot of uncertainty, and I think probably for the last 20 years, there's been people battling through this uncertainty. I think what we have in front of us now, I, I guess I want to be cautiously optimistic that we can look at this as an industry and an agricultural industry that can add more you know, tax dollar revenues into, into people's uh, you know, state and federal uh, coppers. We can use it for the positive things that it can do medically. Hopefully, we can look at this as 
a better way of conducting, you know, our, our war on drugs, I guess, uh, that, that we've seen to, you know, manage this because it is much harder, I believe, for, for folks to get access to legal products from alcohol, tobacco, or, or cannabis when it's regulated than when it's not. So I'm, I'm uh, ca- I guess, cautiously optimistic in saying that I hope we have a, a, a new president that looks as this as a business and, and what it's like as a regulated business and, and helps support um, what the states want is, uh, you know, a candidate that believes in states' rights to, to help move it forward and, and be here to help, you know, fight against the, 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 the illegal side of the business and help the, uh, the folks following the rules and regulations, you know, conduct their business uh, properly. Well, I don't know what kind of a sign the uh, appointment of Jeff Sessions is, but there's a lot of capital being moved around to startup investment groups and corporate structures. Um, we, we, any feel that the investment floodgates uh, that are open now uh, that you know cannabis just seen stunning reform victories uh, are going to continue. Do you think there's going to dim any anything in that that vein, slowing think- down? I, you know, I actually think things are going to move forward and move forward to get it, re- you know, more regulations within the market. I think, you know, the banking industry needs to help that and help people bank and follow what they're doing and help them track what they're doing and, and show that they are running legitimate, legal, you know, regulated businesses, the same as if they were, you know, Coors or, or Miller or, 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 or even a small microbrew. You know, help them run their businesses properly and and get more of the black market influence out of the industry. Diplomatically said, <laughs> what, what services are you being asked for from the cannabis industry most often? Are there any common mistakes uh, that cannabis businesses are routinely making from the start line? You know, I think what I, what I what I focus on is, is payroll processing and, and, and with a staff leasing model. And what we what I tend to see is folks that want to continue paying, you know, either in, in, in a cash type model and getting them moved out of that is, is one of those first areas I think of, of just a bedrock of moving their business forward properly. Because I mean, and just in very simple terms, I mean, when you're used to paying somebody $15 an hour to do their job, you know, it doesn't cost a normal business $15 an hour to do that job. You know, it costs them $18, $19 an hour to do that job because of the taxes, their workers' comp, insurance, things along that line. And so I think when, you, when you're able to adjust that, that very start that very starting point of of how they're setting up their business and moving that forward properly everything else seems to fall in place for them um and you know but that that's our main focus and then you know and then even the accounting aspect of it you know helping them with a good trained bookkeeper and controller type person it makes sure they're 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 following all their costs and they know what it costs to produce their product and they know what it costs to run their business and they know what it costs for their labor and they know what it costs for their insurance. Some of the business in, in you know, the historic market, they wouldn't have thought about that because you didn't need to. But in a, in a legitimate business, you need to ma- manage all those costs and you also need to manage you know, how you're getting that opportunity uh, and, and how much it costs you to do that. So, I mean, you don't want to grow a pound of, of marijuana for, you know, $2,500 and only be able to sell it for a thousand. It, it's not good business. So I think as you go into this, you know, industry, you know, really finding out and understanding your cost of doing business is extremely important. 
Do you have any advice for the simple home investor who wants to get in on the ground floor of the potential cannabis global megatrend? This must be a time rife with some risk for being hustled or bamboozled. I would say unless you want to put your own blood, sweat, and tears into it, you should you should probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty straightforward. Um, what would uh, be the risk? What would I, be the risk? I, I think it's it's a lot of work. It is hard. This is a hard. This is a business that is hard work, and um, it, it is not easy. And you are dealing with um, a lot of regulatory pressure, and you are also dealing with the stress of uh, you know work helping an industry that is still federally illegal um, find legitimacy and 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 sustainability. And you know it is it is probably the hardest job I've ever had in my life is getting this company built to be successful and not lose a customer and do a great job day in and day out for the for all the people that are involved in it. Because you have all the demands of a traditional business, uh, plus the stigma, a controversy, and regulatory hurdles of this kind of new, uh, kind of wild west, right? Well, we're we're creating we're creating the the base of of where it's going to go next because it is not this isn't this isn't a business of uh, you know just selling products to your friends for one they got to be safe and there's a consumer and there's public safety and there's political pressure and there's financial pressure and and most people in this business i mean they they make good money and they're they're doing well but they're the the ability to keep up with your growth it, there's Everything you make goes right back into your business, and that's that's like any other industry is what it took to be successful, and is building and growing on a daily and a monthly and a weekly basis, and and just continuing that process. If someone is interested in starting a recreational retail cannabis business in one of the states that just legalized, what are the first steps they should take, or the, what are the most important first steps they should take, in your opinion? Read the regulations. And uh, as they come out, and as they are coming out, I would uh, I would stay very on top of understanding your costs of being regulated in this business. I mean, one of the things Whitland also does is regulatory compliance assessments using a uh, app. And it in Colorado, you know, there's over 300 questions that we have to ask during that regulatory assessment. And what it is is to show all the different areas that these companies need to, to work within and the constraints they have to be able to still continue operating. Well, and of course, you know, we're kind of building the wheel state by state um, and state legislatures are involved. I know in my state, the, the regulations change. I mean, in midstream. Uh, is is that a factor? It, it absolutely is a factor, and and I think you know having you know working with a software company that that specializes in this space is um, critical. Uh, you know, I personally work with Adherence Software, and it, because it is very detailed and goes through the regulations, and it constantly updates as the regulations update, the software updates, and I you know you. It's so important to follow the framework because trying to fight against the framework will not keep you in business. Follow the rules and and help you know show the state. I mean, in my opinion, I, I we should want to be proud of like following these regulations and showing you know the 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 people of Colorado and the people of all the states that, that are now legal um, that we want to do this right and we want to do it safely and and you know the. As a service, you know, back to the you know the people that allowed us to have this opportunity to change pro you know this being a, a prohibition. 
And of course, you want to show that we're a credible, reputable industry. You serve on the board of the National Cannabis Chamber of Commerce. What does that organization do? Oh, wow. Uh, you know, the, the National Cannabis Chamber of Commerce has is, is just been a really great organization, I guess, to be a part of. It's really based around uh, a group of companies, both you know, my competitors to uh, colleagues. And, and, you know, it's a place where we want to create ancillary companies, you know, solid ancillary companies that want to come in and help the, you know, our clients be better. And, and that's really the, the point of it is to have a group of folks that, that know that, hey, if they need payroll processing done, they can call Nick at Whitland and we can come in and set it up. If they need compliance audits, we can do that. If we need, you know, accounting services, we can, you know, you have a network of vetted companies um, that all are professional and all probably have come out of, you know, other industries as somewhat or have come up through through the industry of being growers or first-generation owners that are now consultants and uh, and just really, you know, help the industry continue to uh, thrive and move forward. Nick Muir is my guest. We're going to take another pause, hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers, come back with our final questions. Don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Do you want to get in on the booming cannabis industry? With new Frontier Data, we give industry insiders the power of big data analytics to help navigate this rapidly growing and changing landscape. New Frontier's tools help you make critical decisions based on the facts. Our industry analyst reports reveal the best opportunities, our custom research engagements deliver answers to the most difficult questions, and our cutting-edge big data platform, Equio, puts real-time information and answers you need right at your fingertips. Go to www.equio.io and sign up for your free membership today. That's eqio.io.io to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors, as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants... Healthy people. SansalCBD.com. Improve your lifestyle naturally. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say Wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Legal to listen to all over the world. We're just not sure about France. Cannabisradio.com. 
We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio with Nick Mirror of Whitland, Inc. Nick, Whitland's a stakeholder in a Colorado-grown hemp farm catering to oil extractors, CBD oil users, uh, and companies using CBD oil, CBD oil as an agreement. Can hemp products be purchased directly through you? We primarily focus uh, in this area on wholesale, um, you know, hemp uh, extract uh, for the for the industry. Um, we don't really specialize in uh, any of the retail side, but we also help farmers with uh, extraction services and um, and also uh, getting their crops sold as well. So what we what I'd like in this space is is really just moving the company forward into what I think is really the the it's just going to be an amazing market. I, I'm so excited about hemp, and I'm so excited that we've got the you know moving this process forward. I'm excited to be a part of companies that are that are doing testing for for getting plastics made and and paper made and and multiple other. I mean, there are so many things that you can do with this this product and and this raw good that it's it's really it's just an exciting time to be a part of it and be a part of like you know a second year in Colorado of of, of hemp production, legal hemp production, and uh, you know I'm just really looking forward to seeing what the next ten years hold uh, for hemp in the United States and and I really. Do see it as such a great cash crop for for farmers, and you know that they can make you know ten times what they make on on corn. They can do with hemp, and and you can do so many just as many things as you can with industrial hemp as you can with corn. What's funny? There are so many issues that came up in the general election that cannabis and hemp really could just be the answer to. I mean, it's mind-boggling the potential here. Uh, we're really, you know, you you mentioned uh, before we started making history. We we are making history. This we are laying the grounds for a massive conversion around the, the globe uh, that really can help humanity and basically saving the planet for fun and profit. How can people find out more? Oh boy! I mean, I I just tell them to read. <laughs> you know, it's uh, just type in anything you want to want to type in the Google and read. I mean, you could get on CBD projectcbd.org and read about it. You can get on you know hemp plastics and read about it. You can get. I mean, it is unbelievable. And 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 what I see, you know, CBD uh, uh, hemp extract is you know for from you know folks that have taken you know for. PTSD for stress management, for inflammation, for pain it, that is that is natural and and more like taking a fish oil supplement into your into your being and uh, it's just unbelievable the things that, that I've uh, you get to see what it can do and in without any you know say psychoactive effects it just is a, an amazing oil that that is I think our bodies want and need um, to to just feel better and uh, but yeah it. I would, I would basically, you know, the reality is that you just need to read because the information is out there on what the potentials are to for for hemp and and you know hemp extract and and hemp seed oil and and all the different aspects of, of this plant that that are truly, truly, um, boy, I mean, we shouldn't have to cut down another tree. To, to make and of course, easy. and of course, people can always uh, Google Whitland Inc. Nick Muir, thank you for your pioneering work, and thank you so much for being on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio, bro. Hempy trails to you. Hey, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. You bet. Now, I want to get to a weekly feature of Hemp Present on CannabisRadio.com. That's the quote of the week, and here it is: "Quote, 
For more than two years, cannabis executives have been telling me that this industry isn't just about getting high and getting rich, that it's rooted in struggles for health and justice. The Sessions nomination is the test of that commitment. If industry leaders don't fight when other groups, including those that include colleagues, friends, and customers, appear far more vulnerable, it's hard to see how this industry stands for anything except its own enrichment. And that's Alex Halperin from Weed Week. That includes this installment he present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hemp sapien on our journey to justice. Because when it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, take it easy. And don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com. The Hempresent theme song, Take Back the Plant, is performed by Stickerbush, sung by a much younger version of myself, and you can hear the song in its entirety by Googling Stickerbush Take Back the Plant. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Marijuana THC Sweet Sativa Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.